Hello there, and thanks so much for supporting the Music Career Show. My aim with this podcast is to help as many people as I can turn their passion for music into a career that can support them and their family by speaking to people who have actually done it and finding out how they've done it. With this in mind, I have developed my music career roadmap. This is a fully comprehensive and detailed step-by-step guide of how you can go from dreaming about your ideal career to actually implementing and living that dream. It is yours to download for free and can be found in the description of this episode. If you would like any support at any stage of your music career, you can reach out to me via email at barry at oneladmusic.com. I wish you all the best of luck and I hope you enjoy this week's episode of the Music Career Show. Welcome to the Music Career Show, telling you the stories of the world's best professional musicians. Hello there and welcome to the Music Career Show. My name is Barry and every week I'll be speaking with incredible musicians from all over the world about how they've honed their craft and made a career out of doing what they love the most. If you're a new listener, then while you still have your device in your hand, please take a second to subscribe and tell your friends all about the Music Career Show. Hello there and welcome to the Music Career Show. So there's a little bit of a kind of a backstory, I suppose, to to uh, my guest today. So I first met, first met this lad uh, when I was gigging in Salute. I've spoken about gigging in Salute on, on, on the podcast before. And every night, without fail, we'd have people coming up to ask to play a song or if their Mac could get up and sing us, oh, she's a lovely singer, come on, let her, let her sing a song. And we were always more than happy to let people up and sing a song with, with with us or by themselves because it gave us a break. It was hard out going. We used to sing for four or five hours every night and it was hard on the voice, it's hard on the body. So if anybody wanted to get up and give us a break, we were more than happy to oblige. And of the probably hundreds of people that done this, I only ever remembered one part, one person. And it was this guy that I have on today. I'm absolutely delighted to have found him online recently and even more delighted to have him on the podcast. He's a singer, songwriter, all the way from Belfast, and his name is Joe Kenny. Joe, how are you getting on? Ah, uh, hello, Barry. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm not too bad at all. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're great because I'm great as well. It's, it's great to have you on. I'm delighted that I, I, I came across. I think I must have came across one of your ads, uh, or one of your, not one of your ads, one of your songs that you'd, 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 you'd sponsored or something. I was like, that's, that's, that's Joe. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm, I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got a rather on, 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 on healthy addiction to. Uh, boosting posts on Facebook. It's a I'm fool's game. Uh, it's, 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 it's bad for you, but you look at it. It's, it's, it's after bringing us together. Yeah, so there you go. Happy out. Excellent stuff. So Joe, why don't you, for people that haven't heard of you yet, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what it is that you do? Right, well, as uh, Barry says, my name is Joe. Uh, I'm living in Belfast over here. I, I've, I've been playing music all my life, really, I suppose. And um, yeah, I've been writing songs for the last kind of 10, 15 years. Uh, released my um, debut EP there last year in 2021 actually uh, just coming out of lockdown I kind of called it my lockdown labour of love which is a bit maybe uh, cheesy but you know I what else it. do you do <laughs> when yeah. you're locked in your house and you're um, you can do nothing else you may as well write a song <laughs> yeah exactly uh, I love it That that's, a, that's excellent so where did the love of music start where did playing music all start for you then I think to be honest I was lucky enough uh when I was at school, we had one of these music teachers that sort of inspired by, you know, here's an electric guitar, go play it. Here's some drums, go bang them. And yes. uh, so we formed a band. And I just, it was like, you know, playing at break time and lunchtime. So it was just, life was great, uh, as, I, as I seem to remember. But playing all like rock and metal and all sorts yes. of stuff. 
and that's where it all began for me, really. And then I was never really big into schoolwork as it, as it goes. As I, I spent my evenings just learning guitar. You know, I'm sure I'm sure your listeners can identify with you know when you're sitting there with a guitar, learning every single note of a, of a, like a Metallica or a Guns N' Roses solo or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so did that for uh, most of my teenage years. Um, yeah, and then just I suppose I was just I was captivated with the effect that music has on people. And you know whether it's a night out or whether it's um in your in your in your house doing a bit of housework or whatever it is you're doing, music changes the mood. It has a power in it. So I've really always been uh, I've been in love with that. Really, yeah, that's a lovely way of putting it. Um, it's 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 mad. It's, it's you always sort of remember where you were the first time you heard your favorite song, or not even that, but it's like it's it your your favorite song has as as a a power to kind of bring you back to a certain time or or things like that. And it's I I remember when you say about Guns and Roses, I had a a, a tab book of Appetite for Destruction. Oh, and uh, no, sorry, that's a lie. It was Guns and Roses Great Hits. It was Guns and Roses yes. Great Hits, and I remember spending an entire afternoon sitting and I was determined I was going to play every single fucking note of Sweet Child of Mine <laughs> one, after, yes. one after the other with my index finger because I was all I couldn't use any other fingers I, w- I just couldn't figure out how to do it and I was like I'm going to do every single note and it took me about two hours to get through every single note but I did it and I was like I was going to go into school then on Monday and be like played Sweet Child of Mine at the weekend <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was first looking at playing the guitar I picked up a guitar and I, I played the guitar up, upside down uh, yeah, because no, because I'm blind and no one actually taught me the right way to play it. So I put sure my enough. hand over the top of the neck and I suppose I treated it like a piano, I suppose. And um, yeah, I, to start with, I tuned all the strings to the one note and thought it was great. You know what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. So you never, so um, you, you you never went for lessons then? No, I never did because because I played wrong. Uh, nobody could teach me because everything, all the finger positions, and then he kind of. Any kind of exercises they showed me were all backwards. Yeah. So there's, there was a time when I, I tried lessons, whatever, but sure, it was just a waste of money, really, because there was a, a kind of a language barrier there, if you know what I mean. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I I completely understand you. It's 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 one of those things. It was it's, it's funny. I was only talking to a client today about um like taking uh lessons and taking coaching and stuff like that. That all the information is out there, readily available, free to to anyone that can go and make sense of it. And the whole point of a teacher and a coach is to hold your hand and to show you how to do these things. But I'd imagine, like you say, with you, with you being blind, there would have been a handy bit of a, a language barrier there. Yeah, uh, exactly. But the one thing I, I mean, one thing I did listen to was I, I, I learned a bit of music theory and that, I got to say, I sort of stood me a good stead over the years. Like, uh, oh. no. I'm no expert, but you know what I mean. I I can get I can I can think stuff through, and that did help because it meant I could work out chords and bits and pieces myself. Brilliant. So yeah, so so this was one thing now that well, this is one of the reasons why you stood out in my memory after the, in ten years ago. It would have been that you were you were over in, when I was over uh, in Salou anyway, and it would have been oh, probably. Sure the- what a night we had! <laughs> what a night we had! It's right, Jesus. It'd be it'd, it'd be a night I'd never forget if I could ever remember it. You know yourself um, exactly. But like 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 I said in the intro there. So like people used to get up and and just sing songs and and it, like sometimes you get some really good ones and sometimes and more but more often than not. And no offense to anyone that did do this with me when I was in slow, but they were chronic and they weren't they weren't trying to be good. Do you know what I mean? It was just it was just a bit of crack. But I always remember you because someone. Someone came and kind of showed you up to, or someone came up and asked, and they sort of kind of not walked you up, but sort of made sure you got up onto the seat. And I was like, it didn't occur to me that I was, I, I didn't really understand what was going on. I was like, 
why the fuck is he getting helped up? And I was like, Jesus, this 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 lad hammered now or something. What the fuck is gonna happen? And then and then I, I just saw, I was like, all right, Grant, fine, go on, look. And I went to the bar or whatever. And you started singing Raglan Road. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, shit, that's class. And I turned around and I was like, you're holding that guitar wrong. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And it dawned me. Then it dawned him. He said, oh, he's blind. And I was absolutely blown away. And that's why it, it, it stood out. It, I would, like I say, I was the hundreds of people. And, and 10 years later, it, I, I still, I'll never, ever, ever forget it um, as long as I live. Um, and I, I just thought it was absolutely amazing. Um, but then it kind of got me thinking. I was like, do you have to tune the guitar in a certain way? Because I've watched you playing. And while I can kind of half make sense from what I know about playing guitar, what you, what your hands are doing, I don't know. Is it is it the same as what I would be doing, but only in a different way? What do you think? Uh, well, funny, I I would normally play in concert pitch or concert tuning. I do. Yeah. But for like... Uh, certainly, a lot of my own stuff is in alternative tunings, and right. that's just I, I I do enjoy a bit of dad gad and a bit of messing about with the tuning. But normally, like in um, when I do a bit like a few bar gigs and things, I am normally just concert. But it's just because I've my, my chord shapes are all back well upside down. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm barring using my little finger and all that kind of thing. So it's it's all right. backwards looking. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's so backwards looking because I was looking. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's amazing. I couldn't understand because you were you you were doing what I, what looked like to me what 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 I instantly thought of. I've got a mate at home and he's left handed and he plays a right handed guitar just completely oh. upside down. So he'd take oh. any of my guitars here and he's playing them upside down. But then his bar chords are like at the kind of the the, the wrong end of the neck as well. And I was like, Where's oh. that? What he's doing? I was like. It was mental. It was absolutely <laughs> mental. I'm going to I'm going to put you on the spot here now and see 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 if we can kind of meet somewhere in the middle so that I I can get an understanding of how of how 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 you you do this. It's like, are you able to describe your technique for like playing these chords and memorizing the progressions in songs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't play. I can't play the normal way. I can only play my way. So yeah. I, all the chord, all the the hand, the, the the kind of finger positions and all, yeah, yeah, I, I can remember them all, right. And you just sort of, I suppose you, you 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 do. It's just you just know by feel, you just know by spatial awareness or muscle memory, same as the rest. I suppose it's total muscle memory at this stage. You know, I don't even. I have to. If you ask me now, what what fingers do I use for D major? I'd have to sit and work it out on my knee here. And work it out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's that sort of. I just do it. <laughs> Excellent. And then, so how did you? Like, how did you figure out what D major was? Well, literally, as I said earlier, I the best thing I ever did was learn a bit of music theory. Like, what is a, a C major scale or what does A minor mean? Or you? And yeah, I figured yeah. out, obviously, every fret in the guitar is one semitone. Yeah. So what notes are in a chord? Figure them out. Now, wow. ha- having said that, if I had had YouTube back then, oh. so much better. <laughs> more tandier, yeah. Much more tandier. I was literally listening to uh, CDs and pausing them, going, he's doing that to that, so how's he getting there? And then uh, li- literally hours were spent driving my parents and my family crazy with me making all sorts of unpleasant noises with the guitar. 
That is uh, that that is absolutely amazing. Um, because like I like like you say YouTube. I I taught myself how to play from YouTube, and I thought I had it hard having to rely on like dial up broadband. I used to have to go and literally, <laughs> you, you, like if if it was a three minute song. I think I was talking about th- this on last week's podcast. But if it was like uh, a three minute song, I'd have to wait ten fifteen minutes for the fucking thing to load up. Um, <laughs> and it was an absolute. It was a a, a disaster altogether. But um. Uh, you had the, the the extra effort to put in and all. I, that's 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 amazing that you were able to do that. Absolutely amazing. But, but I I still live for that moment when you get it wrong and you you, you, you somebody shows you something that you've you've been playing wrong for years and suddenly they show you the right way to do it and the, it's like a, the penny drops. You go oh, like I was learning. I don't know if you know John Martin. May you never. I can't say I do now. He's a bit of a folk hero. And um, I was playing that in the wrong tune and everything. And somebody showed me it there about four years ago. I said, it's so much easier than I ever would have imagined. Like that. Yeah. Imagine you, were, you were overcomplicating it. I was. <laughs> Not only were you playing it upside down, you were playing it inside out as well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely mad. So obviously, being blind, Joe, it, 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 it has its challenges. And I'm trying to think through what my like standard sort of gig and day would look like and trying to imagine what it would be like to, to do it without being able to see what I'm at. How do you go about gigging? How like how how what what does that look like for you? It's it's honestly it's 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 a a matter of real strategic thinking and kind of working through each step. Like I've got to get from my house to the venue, yeah, the, the, outside the venue to the stage or whatever is if you're if you're lucky, um, yeah, <laughs> and then set it all up and then pack it all down. So for example, I try especially when I'm doing my solo stuff because I I play with the band too. But when I'm play, playing with my solo stuff, it's all what's the minimum amount of items I can carry. So yeah. I I have to have a guitar apparently. So I need it, and I need <laughs> I need a I need a, a like a mixing desk, a speaker, and a bag of stuff. Yeah. So if I can keep it to four items, I can do it just in a taxi. So I book the oh, taxi, right. load the taxi up to the the, the backs nearly sitting on the wheels, and then <laughs> yeah. And then you get and honestly, most of what how I get through it is by uh, communicating with people and and uh, asking for a hand when I need one if I need it. They'll get up like left a load of stuff up the stairs or a taxi yeah. driver to show me where the door is but honestly it's just a case of you take it step by step and you, and then you, and then you get, and you get there i mean i played a gig there saturday night it's one of the kind of busiest bars in belfast and it like it, it is crazy on saturday night they're all everyone's having a good a jolly old time it's yeah, really yeah. loud and now that's a challenging environment for anyone but when you can't see but like i i, I just buzz off it i i i enjoy the challenge i mean, I mean you get home and you you realize you know, it was a good gig. You had you had good fun. Obviously, yeah. a cu- couple of quid in your pocket. It's a it's a good feeling. But um, I notice that for my own stuff, when I'm doing my own gigs with my own songs, I tend to there's like a Jekyll and Hyde thing where I'm ending up. I, I take a lot more guitars. I might take three or four guitars to to, to gigs like that. Yeah, and that is a, a nightmare trying to haul that stuff into a venue. And I usually have to bring in a few uh, people to give me yeah. a hand with that one. Couple of roadies, yeah. yeah. I but you're you're you you would go to your normal Saturday night gigs just complete completely by yourself and get set up by yourself and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. Now I must admit, I'm probably if you, I'm sure we all have our ways of doing things, but I'm very pedantic about, you know, this pedal goes here, that that lead goes there, and you know it, it's it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a finely tuned. It's, it's I've been working on this for years, and so anything goes wrong with this system, it's oh, it's a nightmare. You know, the stress imagine. levels rise. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I can well imagine. I've got a, a, I, I play a, what's called a foot drum kit. So it's basically a self-contained um, 
drum kit that I play with my feet while I'm playing guitar and stuff. It sounds oh, mental, lovely. It's 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 cool. Like it is cool. It sounds mental. But I I had a problem there one New Year's. It was the last New Year's gig I did, and the snare started jamming. Oh. And it just wouldn't just wouldn't happen at all. Cause it's all it's all moving parts like and stuff, and it just yeah. got stuck. You don't want to jam your snare. Oh, you do not want to jam your snare. You absolutely <laughs> do not at all. Snare kept on uh, the the snare pedal kept on jamming. I was in the middle of of playing New Year's Eve, and me fucking jazz. I've never sweated as much in my life trying to get this joke. Because the, the solution then was to basically drill a bigger hole. Um, because uh, I, I'd be here all day explaining the mechanics of it, but that was the solution that that, that I came up with at the end because it was just it just needed a a a, a, a wider space for the, the the rod to pass through. But yes, I can yeah, just that that it was a it was a disaster. I mean, we all know we 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 all know that that the uh, we all know the sweat that can come out break out when you broke a string and you're just about oh. you're only like four songs in and you realize yeah, yeah. oh and you've got to find the string and where's the strings and you haven't got it bloody B string and why haven't you got a B string throw on an E and just tune it down ah, I just you hope know, for the best yeah you hope for the best you know yeah so then how do you how do you tackle things like that like you like and 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 this is this is not meant as 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 blunt as it's going to as it's going to sound. But like, are are you completely blind, or are you able to see some things? Or how does like how does breaking a string work for you on a Saturday night? I'm as as I said, everybody. I'm as blind as it gets. I can see nothing at all. Right. And uh, since I was five years old. Okay. And, um, so to me, as I said, it's all about. I have to make sure that everything is where it should be, and it doesn't always happen. It happens ninety five percent of the time, maybe. But there's that five percent where you haven't bought new strings, or you put them in a different bag, or the kids have been in and messing with stuff, and you can't find yeah. the cable that you you thought you had. But I mean, uh, the worst ones is when, like you know, um, I'm always getting because people know I'm blind or they say I'm blind. I'm always getting approached by friendly, if pissed people wanting to help, and like as I would say, uh. helpful, <laughs> helpful people helping normally doesn't help. It doesn't know. I I know you people. Yeah, people that 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 happens all the time. I say, oh, do you need a hand mate? I'm like, no, I'm grand. Honest to Jesus, I've got I've got a way pack in the car that if I don't yeah. do it, it won't all fit. But exactly. Um, so you, yeah. So so if you if you break a string then, or if you're looking for a cable, is it literally just all all by touch? Yeah, I, yeah. I know every piece of equipment or every inch of my rig. You know, in terms of, I know where the knob settings should be. I know where you know all my sockets on the back of the desk are um wow. you know i've say like little affection on the desk I, I i can count how many taps i need to go over to get to the reverb i like that kind of stuff you just, right. you just learn it but it's it's sitting in the house and practicing and getting yeah like when i buy a new bit of kit uh it takes i, I will sit in the, on a saturday afternoon drive my wife nuts by just uh playing through it Inquiry. yeah 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 no, it was. It's the same as anybody else. You're going to have to get your 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 bearings and stuff. You must have some ear as well, then. Oh, I do. As I said, I used to have better ears. I used to have a recording studio, and there's only so long you can listen to snare drums and noises. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm yeah. sure my hearing isn't what it was, but um, I'm playing noisy venues. I, 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 as like you know yourself, your yeah. hearing gets wrecked listening to squealing microphones and you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I. I play in a place called Malone's every second Friday and the sound in there, it, it has amazing potential. But as soon as I bring in the drums, I can't hear myself. So I have to turn it. The, the mic has to go up and it creeps up and it creeps and it's grand until I move like half an inch and it squeals like a bastard. And it wrecks, it does, it absolutely goes through your head. Um, but yeah, that, that is amazing though that you're able to to do all that by 
com- completely by touch. My bandmate is a disaster. He can't find things in his own bag. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and, and he only has the one fucking thing to, t- to take with him. It's mental. Um, I mean, people always people always say, say to me like, how, like they think of stuff like, would you have you ever fell off the stage? Have you ever fell over a cable and you know, have you ever, mm. you know? And it and honestly, t- well, touch wood, that's never happened. You know, yeah, it'll probably happen this weekend now. Aye, there you go. You're going to fall off stage now at the weekend, yeah. Fucker from Offaly now. Ah, fair, fair, fair play. Fair play and all that. That's, um, that's, that is amazing. So things along the lines of, you said there before we started recording, um, you do PR and marketing for um, for a charity. What's the charity that you work for? Uh, well, it's a sight loss charity called RNIB. And um, it, so I work for them over here in Belfast. I, I do a bit of their PR and the market and stuff over here. So that that uh, I've been I've been working in that area for like the last twelve years or so. Right, it's a, very it's, good. It's, a, it's 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 an interesting job, you know. You meet all sorts of people, and you 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 like you never know. It's my job to sort of as it was put into words, people want to hear what what everyone's up to within the charity, you know. Right. Okay. Very good. And then again, I'm going to ask, how does that work being blind? Because obviously, social media is a very kind of in your face sort of bright colors and all that kind of jazz so how does like how do you how would you support i'm sorry how would you uh promote yourself on the likes of of facebook and and, and tiktok and instagram and all those things well the whole see the whole secret to this is that um if you're blind that obviously you can't see the computer screen or a phone screen so yeah uh, there's little bits of software little uh programs that actually speak what you would see on the screen and they ah. literally, they've literally got a, a little voice that'll just read out your text message or your, your like your Facebook post or whatever it is, your email. And that's ah. I, and I live my day, my my life on those things. That's you know, I'm talking to you now via a computer, and um, it's you know, it was I was it was reading in my ear there how to get onto the program and how to you know open up my email. It literally just tells me what's there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's, so does it like kind of right? That's um, that's so interesting. I never knew that because I, I I I've often wondered these things. I saw um, I, I saw Stevie Wonder on um that James Corden thing, and he had oh, a phone, and I and I, I was like, and I and I felt terrible for thinking it, but I was like, why has he got an iPhone? There's no buttons. Like I used to be able to text. I used to be able to text in my pocket because I could feel the buttons. Do you know what I mean? Back when oh, you had buttons myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I but I often thought I was like, why has he got a smartphone? Surely, as like I was like, and I, 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 that's just just me not knowing. But I was I was so confused as to how he could operate a smartphone. But that's really really good that there's um, apps and stuff. Yeah. Um, amazing. You, you kind of knew you were cool when you could uh, text in your pocket and roll a cigarette in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They were, yeah, they were, they were days. I mean, you were, you were even, you were even cooler if you could play a snake in your pocket. <laughs> no, but literally, I will, I will run my finger across the screen of a, an iPhone. I've, I've an iPhone here, and uh, yeah. it, it, it'll read over like you know messages, mail, Facebook, and you tap like everybody else does, and everything that wherever you put your finger is where it focuses, and it'll read. Brilliant. So it, it's it's it, it is amazing uh, technology, like it really is, and I'd be I'd be stuck without it because I spend like probably hours a day on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Uh, that's that 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 is excellent. I've learned so many things already just just speaking to you because I often wondered um, how you'd go about doing all this stuff. Like if because I, 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 another thing that I saw one time was a guy that uh, he had no arms and he was playing guitar and he was busking like with his feet and he used to drive himself. Wow. 
to, yeah, he used to drive himself with his feet, just his feet, driving with his feet and set up all these things and sit with the guitar on, on the ground. He was, he was playing away with his feet. And I was like, how in the hell does he do that? I was like, yeah. how in the name of Jesus did you get a speaker up on a fucking pole with just your feet? I, I, that is, it. And it was amazing. That is quite something. I really, it, that is. It, 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 yeah, no, that is, that is something. But I, I often... Uh, I I I often whenever I remembered I remembered you I remember you playing in in in, in slow I was like how in the name of Jesus does he does he do that I often thought that you must have a an aide or a, an assistant or a roadie for lack of a better term but it's amazing <laughs> to, to hear that I know it's sure enough yeah, sure enough but um hey well I always remember I always remember that uh, evening I do remember because there was what can I say we were out all day and there was well there was drink taken and uh, before. <laughs> Before we walked into the, into that place, uh, I I think one of the, one of the heaviest rainstorms I have ever witnessed came came down. It was like torrential, like monsoon. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the whole street flooded, and of course we were walking across the street uh, up to our like knees in water. Yeah, and then I said, "Fuck this! <laughs> Win this bar here because need to get out of this very quick." And you yeah. and went in and, and you were playing. Hi, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember that there was only ever one. That must have been 2012, then, was it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that that rings a bell. Yeah, so not so 11 years ago, nearly. At this <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I remember there was, there was only one real, like as you say, torrential, and it was. It was proper floating, and 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 ever, we were all battening down the hatches and the whole lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, all all the boys were out were out front trying to get people into the pub, but there was fucking no one out and about. They were all washed away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, good good night was had. I can assure you of that <laughs> a very good night was had. A very very good night was had. Uh, over the years, you've obviously you've you, you've done your your fair share of gigging. You must have some favorite places that you've you've gigged at. Oh, you know something. This this is one of them questions where um. I wish I could go. Oh, at the time I played Wembley, or the time I honestly, I, 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 I love a busy bar. I love, I love mad places. I'm drawn to that kind of, you know, Saturday night craziness because it's just people going buck mad while you play a song. There's nothing like that. It's, no. it's, your, it's like you, for those kind of for that hour, you feel like you know this is this is a guy, uh, this is your dream come true sort of thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there's a great couple of bars in Belfast I played at the moment, and I remember playing. Um, uh, a couple of places in Dublin, uh, which, which were great crack. Where about today? I, 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 I was just going to, I, I don't even know, I don't even know the names of them, you know that? <laughs> a pair of scrap. Savage crack all together, though. They were great. No, there's a, there's a great bar in Belfast here at the moment called, it's, called, it's actually called The Points. Um, right. And it, it is, it's, it's massive in there. Like, they, they, they love their music. They just like it, they're, they're Irishy folk stuff, and it's great. You know, it's, it's really good atmosphere. But it's like it's usual stories, full of hen do stag do's, and they're just in for a laugh. Ah, oh, great! So I've never, no, I've never been to Belfast. I've been through it a load of times. Uh, no, no, it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily true. I've, I've been through Belfast a couple of times, and I went to the Titanic Museum on one of those times I was going through. But I've never intentionally gone to Belfast. Um, yeah. it, it's it's a hundred percent. Anyone ever intentionally goes to Belfast? It's one there. of those things. Yeah, I, 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 I've never heard of anyone. No one's going to go for the weekend. Belfast. I've yeah. never actually heard that. It's it's always yeah. ever. I should we'll, we'll go for a wild weekend up in Guidor or something like that, or we'll yeah. go to we'll go to Galway or something. But yeah, yeah. Belfast <laughs> is never or, or Edinburgh or something. Yeah, no Galway or not, not or Belfast is never really. But it, it's 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 on my to do list. Um, I'm, I'm I'm mad to get over and see what the actual crack is. But yeah. um, there's a there's, never, there's 
there's a, there's, a, there's a great little spot that as 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 I get older, I find I'm really drawn to as I said before, like my stuff, it's the kind of music that I write now is it's a bit mellower than the kind of you know pub scene that I'm talking about there. But mm. um, there's a great little bar in Belfast that we'll call the Sunflower, and okay. um, it's 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 well established kind of folk kind of venue. And it's just it's it's it, there's something about it. It's got it's like there's there's folk in the in the in the in the air. You can just go you just go in there and you know there's going to be good music. And I just love really? playing in there. It's it's it, you can feel you can feel like a bit of history or something in it. You know, it's it's yeah. good. Is there an open fire? No, oh, there is. Oh, of course there is. And there's there like, you go. There's a smell of drink in the air, and there's a probably there's all sorts of health and safety problems with it you know. I, I can well imagine yeah it, 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 it's 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 being held together by happy thoughts and just yeah a, a, the bit of crack like it, that's it exactly exactly yeah. and it, it but it's wonderful like you get all sorts of characters in there and i play a few songs in there so it feels it's it just feels a bit special you know yeah very good i mean the sunflower i'm gonna stick that on my list my, my to-do list uh for when i do eventually get over to um to belfast you mentioned there about when you do your own stuff, uh, you do take a handy couple of guitars. Is that for different tunings or what's the crack? Is that yeah. just like, I've got a million guitars, look at me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got to say, no, uh, literally, because I, I, I keep writing stuff in different silly tunings that you go, oh, no, I can't, I can't change from that to that mid-gig because I'll uh, just wreck everyone's head as you try and tune. Because yeah. one, one downside, I suppose, to being blind is that I haven't found a guitar tuner that I actually trust or use yet. I have to do it all by ear. So, oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm there tuning, tuning, tuning. Ah, uh, you can it can get quite tiresome if you're sitting listening to it. I suppose so. I, oh, I, I that's another one I never even thought of is tuning yeah. because I'd be like, in fairness, now I, I I've been playing guitar for what 17 years now at this stage, and I could get it. I could get it just about. I I could tune the guitar to itself. Whether I was 100 yes. percent on pitch is another story altogether. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so like, you don't have any sort of tuner or tuning no. aid at all. No, nothing. I I literally, if 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 time is on my side, I'll tune in the house before I leave, and yeah. hope to God it's still in tune when I get there. Yeah. But you know, but like as you know yourself, some places you're in are very noisy, rowdy, and you can't hear the bloody thing to tune in anyway. Yeah. You like, you, you, you need a kind of bit of peace and quiet to tune it properly. So I, I do. I try and tune it before I leave the house. Hopefully it stays there. And then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good one though. I never even thought of that. Surely, be to God, there's somewhere, someone out there, boss, boss are going to be the lads to invent that because they have got. Have you ever come across the the headphones that boss have? That's an amplifier in your headphones. Oh no, that's an amplifier good. in your yeah. It's an amplifier in your headphones. So they've got they've got he, katana is what they're called. They're, they're, I've, oh. I've got a boss katana amp. You'll have heard of the katana yeah, yeah. amp. Yeah? I've, I've got I've got one downstairs. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. But they've oh, got they a katana are. built into your headphones, and it's like it, it's got. I'm going to call it spatial audio, but that's an Apple thing. But I'm going to call it spatial audio for the, the sake of the argument. And it's like it will place an amplifier virtually in front of you. Ooh. So. If you turn your head to the right, the amplifier is going to get louder in your left ear, and so that's, on, so forth. That's it's, messed up stuff. That that's witchcraft. Yeah, absolute witchcraft. <laughs> so, yeah. So I reckon I'm going to give boss a shout, or you should give boss a shout. Um, yeah. like here, hey, listen, fucking sort this out. Tuner for the boys. Um, so I thought to myself, there's either, there's two ways to fix this problem. I the either invent, as you say, some audible tuner that I can use. Or I just make some money and then I can pay somebody to help me tune my guitar. Which I don't know which is going to happen first, though. 
Well, what you could do is, is there, is there a music college anywhere near near Belfast? Just get a student and ask them to be a roadie for the night. Just fill them full of Guinness and be grand. Yeah, fill, yeah, fill them in a Guinness. Just tune this for me, will you? Yeah. Ah, exactly. Give them an old Jaeger bomb as a treat for the end of the night if he does a good job. And that'd be, that'd be much cheaper. That'd be much, much cheaper. Fantastic. Uh, so do you have uh, a favourite instrument that you, you is, is your go-to one or what's the, what, what do you play? What's the oh, crack? I, I do. Well, I've... I've I've got my Martin, which is still my favorite. It, I've had it for twelve years now, and I just—it's my go-to all the time. And I still—I—I would—I would gig with it, uh, well, nearly at every, every gig because I just—I just love it. It, it just—it just sits lovely on my knee, and I—it I, does what I want it to do. But I've yeah. got another couple. I—I I recently bought myself a bit of a, well, not a bit of a, a bit of. A, I actually bought a whole <laughs> Fender, a Fender Telecaster, which I just this this thing just—I don't know what it just makes noises that I like. I just, I love it. It's just, whatever it does, it's pleasing to my ear. And I was never a Fender fan, really. I was always acoustic guitars. Or, I mean, I, I went to a Gibson thing at a, for, for a while. But yeah, yeah. this Fender telly, I just love. It's just so expressive. Fantastic. I've I've not got a telly. I've got, oh, Jesus, I think we counted 32 guitars. Uh, Holy shit. I, I, I know. I it's thought I was bad at 15, but... <laughs> oh no! Yeah, well, no. In fairness, I've got I've got about fifteen guitars, and I've got mandolins and ukuleles and all banjos, ah. all sorts of. I'll turn my hand to that, and it makes a bit of noise. And but I don't have any fenders. I've not got a single fender at all. I've got most of my guitars are made by Ibanez, and I have oh, so many like different rare older ones that are like kind of copies of fender. Well, not necessarily copies of fenders, but their take on fenders. Um, but don't get Telecaster. At all, so See, that's gonna have to be right now. I'm a, I'm a wood, I'm a bit of a wood nerd. I, I, I just love you know when you play acoustics and you can, and you you do the research on what what the hardwood is or you and you can hear it. And you go, that's what cedar sounds like. This is what this what spruce sounds like. And yeah, it, I know it sounds really nerdy to some people, but I, I just it's it's just this thing that never ends. And what no matter how much you learn, there's always more to learn. You know. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And even the different strings, whatever strings you use, yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Even back going back to salute, the 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 guitar would sound different in different venues. And going back to tuning, playing in in salute or somewhere hot would be a fucking nightmare for you because you tune you tune the guitar in the pub where it's nice and air conditioned. Walk out into the heat and so the whole guitar has gone completely out of whack. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it used to be an absolute nightmare. Well, no, it it didn't. It, it, it didn't bother us. We'd always make sure the guitar was tuned up before you start playing. Um, but yeah, com- uh, completely and utterly out of tune, uh, completely out of whack because of uh, the the humidity and then the lack thereof when you're inside. And oh yeah, just a complete fucking nightmare altogether. See, and that's and like I used to I, I used to envy like drummers or piano players because sort of what it is is just it, it it is what it is. But then trying to lump a drum kit up a flight of stairs and yeah, I'm the, all yeah. the guitar players at the top laughing at them. <laughs> I was going to say, I have never ever in my life heard someone say I envy the drummer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. If, any, if, if anything, I've always envied the singer because the singer would just walk up, there's my microphone, right, grand. Yeah, yeah, I true. <laughs> yeah. Where do you we, want me? <laughs> yeah, we, we used to get the singer of the band, we used to have to give him jobs to do because he he, he, he wouldn't, he'd just be like, right, I'm uh, set up now, right, what do you want me to do? And myself and the other lad, we still, setting up everyone so we used to make him do the lights as well so he'd have something else to keep himself occupied um but yeah <laughs> put him in charge of the lights <laughs> exactly yeah there you there you go kev there's your little job where you go now fair play yeah. and then, and then he'd, he'd always go, have to go and get the first round in as well and all this kind of crack ah, there, there's it there yeah there it right. is there right yeah there it get, get is the there in. get the beers in is right yeah we're talking about all these kind of 
kind of things that you 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 do and all these things that you have to kind of go through to overcome it makes it sound i'm sure i'm making it sound very dramatic and very kind of forearm by, by putting it that way but where i'm going with this is that if there was anyone out there listening uh that maybe is is blind as well or has other sort of physical or mental um disabilities have you got any advice or any words of wisdom to give to them uh to start to in, in starting this playing music or or anything along those lines uh, don't play the drums uh, no Fair play. I, I would say honestly don't listen to anyone if you want to play music you, you'll find a way to play music because there's there's always people that'll sit there and they'll work it out in their head and they'll tell you the hundred reasons why it won't work yeah of course you can't do that because you can't drive and you can't you can't go there on your own and you might get lost you might fall off the stage <laughs> but exactly just, if you it says if it's something you want to do, then do it because you will find a way. And and that's what I did, and that's what a lot of other people do too. You know, it's um, there's there's plenty of there's there's plenty of reasons why it won't work, but there's it, but you know yourself why it will work. You know, you have it in your head and you have it in your your heart and soul. So just do it. You know. Yeah, and like so, how how accessible is that? So say if 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 someone else out there is 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 is, is blind and they're wanting to go and 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 get their their first gig. Is there like is there a process to 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 work out beforehand? Obviously, you've said that you 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 know where every single piece of gear is and you have it all at at arm's reach and all that kind of stuff. But say, for example, if you're going to a new venue, like do you have to learn the steps? Do you have to learn the layout of the the venue? Like what 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 would you have to do? I mean, it's a that's a good question for a couple of reasons. When I was, I suppose, starting out, uh. It was about a few people that gave me a chance and, and sort of said, well, fuck it, let him play. You know, if he says he can play, let him play. Without that, he wouldn't have started. And then they spoke to whoever they know. And next thing you know, your your reputation spreads. But it it's not without challenges. And like, for example, nowadays, like, like we're blessed with WhatsApp and all these kind of Facebook groups and things. So that yeah. in Belfast here, there's a groups of different musos. And I can literally say, look, I'm playing in, I'm playing in the Sunflower next week. Tell me if I go in the door, is the stage to my right or left? Do I have to? Uh, is it you know? Do I have to go upstairs, downstairs? I can ask those questions, but I mean that's fairly recent that that was that yeah. was possible. I mean, usually you, my go-to is get to the front door, and if you can't find a doorman, uh, you go to the bar staff, and from then on in, then you're good because okay. no no one will ever refuse to help you. You know, yeah, but that that and, that's refreshing to know. That yeah. is uh, that is really refreshing to know. One thing I wanted one- to just add add was um. Like, um, sort of, even through my work and the people, the kind of circles that I move in through my kind of day job and whatever, uh, you know, we're, we're surrounded with, you know, we talk about d- like disability rights and, uh, you know, uh, like s- services and venues have to do their, have to, have to, um, they're obligated to, to provide a service and whatever to people who have, who have like a disability. But when you're booked to play a gig, that bar manager just, they don't care about bl- if you're blind or, Whatever your problem might be, they just want music because you know, just do your job and then go home. And it's a yeah. great leveling. I find it a great leveler. So I'm judged. I'm judged for my music. I'm not judged because I can't see or can see or whatever. It's just if 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 the music's no good, then they won't have you back. But if it is, then they will. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, so, so, somebody else, the, the 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 Joe Kenny in the middle of Brazil listening to this, thinking, "Oh, I'm not going to get anywhere because because I'm blind." They don't care. It doesn't doesn't matter a, a, a damn. Nope. If you can play, you can play. That's it. That's, that, that's excellent. And you, you you mentioned there that the through, through your work, like uh, the the charity that that you work for, is there 
any services out there for this type of thing that if you were wanting to get into music or something else that might be a bit more challenging for you because you're blind, is there a service out there that would lend you a hand or that you can make use of or anything like that? Uh, not at the moment, really. Uh, there's there's a, there's agencies and different organizations that can help maybe in terms of maybe able to raise money for projects that you want to start or something like that. But in terms of you getting out there, getting gigs and playing music, there's not really, you know, still, even in 2023, we're right. still in a situation where you, you have to muck in like everybody else. And yeah. you've got to punt for gigs. You've got to put your best face forward and walk into a bar and say, look, I can play. Um, Give me a gig, basically. That's really what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> However else yeah. you say it, you know, whether it's email, phone call, text, or walk into a bar, you're still saying yeah. the same thing. You know, give me a gig. Uh, that's 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 it's amazing. Um, it's 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 because because I I'm because I'm not blind myself. It's it's hard to kind of picture how I go about about doing these things. And it's 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 nice to hear you say that it is literally it's it's pretty much the same as it's it's pretty much the same as how I go about getting a gig. You just you you just sort of adapt to to what you know the way that I would adapt to what I would know. Yeah. And you yeah. should, like if you know that you're good at talking to people, well, like I, I've always been confident enough to I can if I can get the manager in front of me, I'll I'll soon convince them. It's getting them in front of you. That's that's the tricky bit. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Joe, what are you working on now? You're 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 flat out, I believe, writing stuff and 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 what's what's the crack? What are you working on? Yeah, well, as I, I've said, like I released my debut EP there in 2021, just coming out of lockdown, and um. I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that process, the creative process of, it was hard work because I, I, I had to teach myself all about, you know, releasing music as an independent artist and all the trials and tribulations that means, uh, working out about, you know, CD Baby and all these things, oh, Spotify, yeah. all that. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I've written a load more new new songs. I want to get into the studio and get them recorded because I, I just haven't recorded in ages now and I'm feeling the kind of, I need, I'm feeling that itch to go and record. I love Good that stuff. process, yeah. but uh, I'm really excited about, I've got a, um, I suppose it's my first ticketed gig up coming up now on the 12th of March in Belfast. Uh, it's actually the sunflower that I mentioned earlier. Um, I'm really excited about that because I'm, I'm, I'm learning again how to you know, sell tickets online. And it's, again, that's a quite an exciting process in itself. So yeah, yeah, I've got a gig coming up the 12th of March and that's my main focus now, trying to, trying to figure out what to do with that. Very good. Trying to figure it out. Let me let me just figure out what what date this episode is going to go out, so we can give some actual thought out, tangible advice on. Yeah. So this is going to go. So if you're listening to this podcast on the day that it's come out, it today is Friday the seventeenth of February, and then that would be one, two, three. Do you say the twelfth of March? Yeah, it's a Sunday. The Sunday. So three weeks time, Joe's playing in the Sunflower in uh, Belfast. Where can you get tickets, Joe? You can get them. Uh, if you just, the best place to go to my website, uh, uh, www.joekenny.net. That's, right. There's a link there, a little uh, via Eventbrite. And yeah, I, if you can c- come along, please do. You're more than welcome. And uh, yeah, it'll, uh, it'll 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 make me happy. I'm sure it will. Yeah. If I was in Belfast, I'd be along myself. But with a nine-month-old daughter, it's not. It's not the most. Uh, well, uh, Scotland and Ireland are playing that day, and obviously my wife is Scottish and I'm Irish, so oh, our daughter, yes. our daughter is Skyrish. So we love it, yeah. Skyrish. 
need, need to make sure, yeah, need, need, need to make sure that um, she's she, she she's cheering on the boys on the 12th of March. Otherwise, I'd be there. I'd be there with a pint at the fireside talking to inevitably the dog that is going to be in the pub as well. There's surely There's a, always a dog, yeah. Yeah, there's surely a pub dog if, it, if the place has a, an open fireplace. So, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. Exactly. Um, excellent. Right, it's very much all. Um, let's jump into... Uh, quick fire round here of some questions that have absolutely no bearing on anything at all whatsoever. My just a little bit of crack. Yeah, you can't, you can't bait it. Got just, a, just a good bit of, of just fucking turn your brain off and just cruise right. control. You know yourself. Let's do it. Yep. Right. Cool. So, Joe, question number, numero uno. If you could live in any era, which would you choose? Oh, good question. Uh, mm-hmm. I- I'd like to. I'd, I'd like to look back in like to sort of the 18th century or something. All right, I, yeah, yeah. Life seems simpler then. Definitely, <laughs> definitely would have been. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, what's going on? About, the, so you could walk what? about with a sword and you know, just sort of you. Know, I don't know. Don't worry about washing. You know, that kind of. Thing. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. And all of it. And definitely, yeah. Walking around with a sword that'd be absolutely fucking class. <laughs> it would. I mean, I can see the right. potential difficulty if you couldn't see, but you know, you've got a sword, so it doesn't matter. It's grand. <laughs> Do you know what would be class about that? Is that there will be a sword shop. So you could actually go to the sword shop and buy yourself a load of different swords. Exactly. You could um, you can, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a you, sword shop. Yeah. You'd have 15 swords and I'd have 32 swords yeah. of all different shapes and sizes. You could have electric swords, acoustic swords. You could have. <laughs> and imagine, imagine, imagine like the, 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 what do you call it? Like a scabbard. Is that what you put a sword in? You have all, yeah. Yeah, you'd have all these boys. You'd have like leather ones. You'd have ones with like fucking bullets on them. It'd be class, absolutely savage. So, can you can, can, can you imagine ever going back to there though, and uh, and playing like some music from now back then? You could you could mess up the fabric of time. You know, if you oh, you could do, yeah, yeah, you'd, you'd be burnt at the stake, so you would. <laughs> you wouldn't know what the fuck to do with it. Oh, change a bit of that altogether. Um, all right, that was I was not expecting that answer. That is that 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 was brilliant. These are brand new questions. I've never asked anyone these questions, so I, I, I'm delighted. That's that's the best one so far. That's great. Right, question numero two. What is the most adventurous thing you've ever done? Oh, that's a hard one. Mm. Uh, oh, that is a difficult most adventurous thing I've ever done. It is very yeah. thought provoking. I mean, I remember the time I, I uh, oh god, I remember the time I went driving once. Uh, bear in mind, I can't see. <laughs> that was very exciting, but not for the person who was sitting beside me. Uh, that was good fun. And then, but it thankfully they had a they they actually had a brake pedal on their side, which is a shame. All right, but, I was going yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, that's there, there was the health and safety were on the day off. I'd say, were they? Yeah, they were indeed. <laughs> My God, Jesus, that's great, Craig. <laughs> Fair play, to you. that's hilarious. Um, right, what's the funniest joke? You know, oh, flip. Uh, let me think. This isn't the funniest joke I know, but it's the first one I've, I just thought of right now. And I remember this being told us at school, and I nearly wet myself. And, and it's so silly. What's black and white and bounces? I don't know. A rubber nun. It's so <laughs> stupid, man. Right? right, fair enough. Right, the, the, the name of this episode is going to be a rubber nun. <laughs> a rubber nun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Christ above. Right, okay. Oh, Jesus. Right, okay. I'm going to ask you, I'm, I'm going to ask you one more. Oh, okay. oh, fucking hell. I'm going to ask you one more. I'm going to have to let you go before I die of laughter here. Now. Um, grand, right. Okay, let me have a look-see here. Um, 
if you could learn <laughs> if you could learn <laughs> right right no no grown up heads on now grown up heads on we're, we're, we're fully grown men this is ridiculous right if you could learn any skill what would it be who oh, um, how to play guitar properly <laughs> fair enough that would be handy that would yeah. be handy but well, I suppose no it wouldn't really it wouldn't really serve you as, as well you can already play guitar properly if you're making the right noise that's, that's playing it properly who well, gives a fuck I suppose that's true, yeah. Like, you wouldn't make it, yeah, true. You wouldn't play any better, probably. You just oh, bore yourself no, silly. Your man, your man from, um, oh my God, what is his name? Jeff, Jeff Healy. Yes. He was playing as well. And he used to play, actually, there you go. He used to play it sitting on his lap. So He did, he did indeed, that's right. At least you're, yeah. you're holding it upright. So not only was Jeff Healy <laughs> playing it upside down, he was playing it fucking sitting down as well, like, like on his lap. So completely and utterly wrong. So you he were already down. better than Jeff Healy. He was just playing it all wrong altogether. I, I don't know how oh, he got he, he, was, he was a menace to, to society. He should have never been allowed to. He should, he, should, he should have been stopped at all costs, God love him, the poor whore, huh? He should have been arrested. Yeah. <laughs> hey, absolutely. He should have been stopped. Should have been rounded up and... and, and st- anyway. Anyway, so there you go. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you are playing it right. 100% you're playing it right. If it sounds good and it looks good. As, as a wise man once said, if it talks like a duck and it walks like a duck, you know yourself. Yeah, I love That's ducks. Me. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jesus. Right, Joe, before we let you go, where can people find you online if they want to get in touch? The best thing is to look for, uh, just to look for Joe Kenny Music on all the, all the socials. You, you'll, you'll, you'll hopefully find me. And uh, I'm on my website is just www.joekenny.net. I'm always, when, when I say web addresses, I always think, if I, if I said three W's or four, yeah, joekenny.net. The, tr- the three W's will do the finest. That's the one. Um, excellent. <laughs> Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thanks a million. Barry, I've really enjoyed this. Thanks so much for inviting me on. That was the Music Career Show. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends about the Music Career Show.